everyone. Welcome back to the University of Law podcast for the next episode of our Everything You Need to Know when starting at the University of Law series. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Emily Lewis to discuss socialising while studying at the University of Law. Do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners, Emily? Yes. Hi, my name's Emily. Um, I'm the Clubs and Societies Coordinator with the Students' Union. and I'm based in Leeds, but I'm sure I'm I can go around all the campuses and make sure that I can meet you all. Brilliant. So we'll jump straight in with the questions that we have, Emily. So question one is throughout the year, it can be difficult to balance studying and socialising. And quite a few students, especially, I think, with law could be at risk of burnout. So the question is, what advice would you give to students trying to balance studying and socialising whilst at university? So I would really highly recommend socialising and making the most of your university experience. Of course, your degree is extremely important, but there is so much more to the university experience than just your learning hours. Um, It's key to avoid the all work, no play mentality, as this is the leading cause of burnout. Uh, Studies have shown increasing your sociability at university is actually a leading driver of motivation towards completing your course. One way that you could socialise while also being part of the university body is joining a club or society. Um, These clubs and societies are a brilliant way to improve your social life and you could even join an academic society to enhance both your knowledge and your well-being. So the clubs and societies um, are a great way of making new friends outside of your cohort and they're also great for increasing your employability prospects. Being part of a club or society demonstrates that you can manage your time well and actively engage in projects outside of your main role of being a student. It also shows that you can negotiate your time and commit to multiple areas of your life at once. Uh, If you were to create your own committee, the positions are also fantastic for your CV because you'll have gained specialist experience voluntarily. For example, if you were to be a treasurer of of a society, you'll gain experience working with finances and managing monetary transactions, which also validates that you're a responsible person as well. We do know that a lot of students work part-time alongside their degree, so it is really important to prioritise your well-being and happiness in your spare time. You could join a club or society that's based around one of your hobbies or something that you've always wanted to try. You could then expand your skill set and create transferable skills that would then be great for your future. I think definitely one of the things I did was... um always work part-time alongside my course mm-hmm. I think one of the things I was really happy I did was find a role a part-time role that I actually enjoyed going to because I think if I had a job where I thought oh you know I really really just don't want to go to it it's just to earn a few few pounds it would be really quite a drain I think because you'd be struggling socializing and then you really want to go to work so do you think that's a good tip actually looking for a role that perhaps you might actually enjoy and get something out of if you're working part-time Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think if you're more of a social person, working in something like hospitality Mm. and um, sort of waiting tables is a great way to meet new people. And it can also increase your confidence if you are a nervous person. Mm. Um, Obviously there's um, guidelines and help that your work would give you. So it's a great way to sort of get that fear away from speaking to strangers. And hopefully if you increase your confidence, then you can also look at increasing your confidence within your course as well. Yeah, absolutely. They're great tips. So the second question we had was, what are some good ways to make friends when starting at university? Which I think can be quite a worry for a lot of people when starting any new course, really. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so the one thing that I would say is intent, uh, attending your induction is probably the easiest way to make friends. You meet everyone who's in your cohort and you can create a friendship outside of the classroom. Um, like you're saying, a lot of students will be attending without knowing anyone else, um, which means it's totally normal to feel nervous. Um, and inductions can be a crucial way of meeting some of your friends for life because everyone's in the same position. Um, we understand that not everyone can attend their inductions for um, reasons outside of university. So attending the welcome weeks is also a great way to meet people. Um, the welcome weeks are packed with fun companies offering good deals. Um, there's a range of activities. We've had smoothie bikes in the past. We've had um, therapy dogs come in. Um, and there's also a, a really good opportunity to speak to some of the um, useful contacts that you could have through the year. So um, the money and housing team come to some of the welcome weeks and um, there's well-being people that come in um, just to make sure that you're in a good position and that you can not only attend university but also enjoy yeah. it. Yeah absolutely. Um, I think one of the other things I found and I'm not sure if you found this in your role when going around the campuses is that generally because we have smaller class sizes it's quite easy to get to know everyone in your class. Yeah. It is what I found. So definitely on the LPC, I found to organise sort of class socials has been really quite easy because you just sort of, on the end of the day, on a Thursday or a Friday, say, you know, everyone want to go down the pub or something. Yeah. Um, and we can all do things like that. So I think that's a really nice feature of you, Laura. Is that something you found when talking to students? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I work on the Leeds campus quite mm. a lot and we are very postgraduate based in Leeds and um, so having those smaller cohorts that definitely are all friends it is really really nice to see and if you do join a society as well um, if you're struggling financially or if you want a way to make friends where you don't have mon the money to spend um, clubs and societies are partially funded by the students union so if you wanted a way to socialize with your friends without spending money then being part of a society with your cohort would be a great way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. They're all, all brilliant tips. Um, so moving on to the third question is what sort of clubs and societies are available for students to join and how easy are they to get involved with? Okay, so yeah, um, we have a lot of course-based societies at the moment. Um, a lot of people that are doing a law degree have a passion for law yeah. so they definitely want to um, continue those conversations outside of classes and um, so we definitely have a lot of those we also have some unique societies we've got a tea society knitting um anything sort of wacky and wonderful mm. it it's all very welcome here um, you can see all of the societies that are on your campus on the Students' Union website and the online campus societies are available for everyone. If you'd rather socialise from the comfort of your own home, if you have anxiety or you're just too nervous to make that first step, um, maybe meeting people online would be a really good way to then end up meeting in person afterwards. Um, so... Yeah, if you're not drawn to any of the existing clubs or societies, you can also create a new society. Um, to create a society, you just need a committee, which is made up of three people. Um, and then you can start your own social events, like I say, with the funding assistance from the Students' Union. Um, so that's definitely something we recommend as well. Um, it's a great way to find like-minded like students on your campus. Um, and you can continue to expand and make a real community that isn't just all academic based. Yeah, that's brilliant. I know when I studied at the University of Law Bristol campus, um, there was actually like an arrangement in place where 
the uni would sort of part fund the subscription to the Bristol University Students' Union so we could access their facilities. Mm-hmm. And I know that's sort of on a, a year-by-year basis and obviously campus-by-campus basis. But do you know if that's something the Students' Union are possibly looking into carrying on or oh, that's yeah. something they do on other campuses? Yeah, definitely. Um, so anywhere that doesn't have a main University of Law mm. campus is then classed as a satellite campus. So we are... Um, we've actually increased our budget for next year to be able to get involved with the main campus and the satellite campuses um, so that the students aren't from a satellite campus aren't missing out on anything that they would have done if they were attending a main campus. We're really wanting to make sure that everyone is social and everyone's happy. Yeah, that's brilliant. Okie dokie. So um, the fourth question is, what are some good methods of organising your social life around a busy exam period? So what I would say is, it, it might not... <laughs> I feel like balancing your time around the exam periods just feels impossible. Mm-hmm. And maybe putting something that is a social activity within the time that you are studying could be overwhelming. Um, so what I would recommend is having something to look forward to at the end of the exam period. Oh. Um, that way that it it gives you something to encourage yourself and also also motivate yourself. So you know that when you're done and you've put in all of that hard work, that there is a way that you can celebrate. Um, one way that we do like to do that is with our clubs and societies. We like to encourage students to have end of end of year or end of assessment period celebrations um, so that you can celebrate with people who have been through the same stressful period. Um, if you're wanting to socialise while going through exams, I'd say maybe um, speak to people in your cohort, see if there's anything, even if it's just a, going for a coffee or mm. um, while you're in the library, making use of um, areas that aren't silent study and making sure that you keep up that conversation just to make sure that your well-being isn't at risk while you are studying. Yeah, definitely. I think having obviously just come out of my LPC exams, um, I think one of the things that's always been useful throughout exams is to sort of plan what I'm going to do beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the LPC is open book, so it's not necessarily a revision, but it's planning what I'm going to do on what days. And I think that was really helpful to plan a few weeks in advance how I'm going to be ready for those exams. Do you think that's a good tip for students to sort of sit down and actually sort of calm themselves down so they know what they've got to do? Oh, yeah, definitely. Going forward? Yeah, um, I'm currently studying a postgraduate certificate with the university while I'm doing my job. Um, and I think having even just making lists for the day is really important. Making sure that you can balance your time or even just find gaps where you could do something socially. Um, Obviously, if you know that you're going to be studying from a certain amount of time or if you'll be working between certain hours, the hours in between, it's really important to make sure that you are doing something that you enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, you know, I, I sort of head into the library possibly with friends and I think well, I've been here about five hours now. It's it's silly to just go on and on and on and do ridiculous amount of hours a day. So I'd probably sort of then head to the gym, just sort of get out that space of studying for a little bit. So I think that's a really good tip, essentially. Yeah, and I think even though you might think that doing lots of hours of revision mm. would be really good for you, it could actually have the opposite mm. effect. If you have smaller hours and really focus on what you're trying to learn, I think it's a lot more effective maybe doing an hour or two in short bursts rather than staying the whole day and then, like like we say, burning yourself out. Yeah, 100%. So the fifth question we had come in was... Um, how can you help your friends through their studies and ensure they also get a social life? So sort of working together, I guess. So 
I think this would be a good one to get your answer from as well, obviously, yeah, because yeah. you've just completed the LPC. Um, but from my perspective, I think, like you're saying, engaging your friends with um, studying and getting them involved with times where you need a little bit of well-being help. Um, it's always good to look out for each other, make sure that you're asking each other, are you okay? Is there anything that we can do? Um, if friends are... Um, struggling with a certain subject maybe you could go over it all together because mm. then it isn't only increasing your academic ability you're also like, getting friend time out of it yeah yeah um but yeah do you have any advice on that respect i think definitely the point you made about helping each other with the areas you're best at so mm -hmm. i really really liked tax my friend hated it so i helped her through that and she liked an another area of law and helped me through that so that was really good to bounce off each other and then you're revising that subject as you're teaching someone else. Yeah. So that's really good. Yeah. I and then, oh, sorry, I interrupted you then. That's you okay. Go, yeah. I think it's a good way as well um, that you can overcome the parts that you think are difficult and then you're more likely to enjoy mm. it. And I think it's, um, yeah, really nice, like you say, about helping each other out. Um, you might feel like you're in competition with each other, but it, you're not. You're all at the at university to get the same get the same degree or to go into the same area and it's not all about competition if you work together to get there then you can help each other afterwards in the future as well that leads me on to really nice to see the other point i was going to make in that um i think one of the best things i had on the lpc was actually just sharing my resources with other people yeah. and they'd share theirs with me because it it's not like A-levels and GCSE where if everyone does better, the grade boundaries move. You're all capable of getting the grade you want, so just help each other out. Yeah, um, definitely. So if you've missed workshops, ask for notes, but also share your workshop notes with other people. If you've got a really great exam technique or exam notes or a flow chart on this topic that you think is brilliant, just share that with your friends. Um, yeah. And they'll, they, they will in return help you. Yeah, definitely. And I think sometimes um, either in lectures or when you're doing your own um, like personal research, the way that something is explained can just completely make no sense mm. to you. But if someone else explains it to you or finds another way of looking at it and you're able to sort of compare those ideas with them, I think it's brilliant and it really does help and it does motivate you because once you've understood, it, you just have like a new sense of mm. motivation. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th I think, I guess to finish off, I think going back to your first point about possibly scheduling and social activities during an exam period might be a bit overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I probably agree. But you also made a really great point about just sort of breaking off the library and just going to get a coffee for half an hour. Class that in your head as like a, almost a social activity. Yeah, and it's, exactly. it's a really nice way to get a quick break. Just go for a walk in a, a green area and just zone out for a little bit. Um, I think it's the best way to sort of make sure you're still getting that studying in and zoning out and just studying in bursts. Yeah, it's a great way to split up your time, mm. like you're saying. And also it's a great way just to be out of it for a second. Mm. You're not distracting yourself. It's, you're not putting yourself at a disadvantage yeah. for having those social breaks. Mm. If anything, they are going to help 100%. you and make sure that you do utilize your friends and you do utilize any free time that you have. Brilliant. So the sixth question we had is if students are, are looking to be social or socialised in other ways, but they feel like there's something the university is missing or something they could add, who can they turn to? 
So in the Students' Union, we do actually have two co-presidents. So we have a co-president for academic affairs Mm -hmm. and one for union development. So these are voted in by um, the current students. So we've just had our new co-presidents join for the next academic year. And they are there to complete their manifesto points. So it could be something about um, improving accommodation prospects or improving the sociability of our Mm -hmm. students um but if you do have anything that you think could be improved upon or anything that is missing that you think would be really beneficial to ensure that students are social and that their well-being is always Mm -hmm. in a good place definitely contact the Mm co-presidents and we do have the students union email address and then once you get in contact with them they can give you their personal and then um you can sort of arrange meetings there could be um strategies Um, anything that is of use or anything that we do think could be implemented quite Mm -hmm. quickly we can send those off um, to the student parliament and get those signed off and put them straight in place for you so if you do have an idea please don't sit on it make sure that you let us know because we always want to make the university as good as possible yeah that that's brilliant and then um, another question we have is do you have any particular examples of successful societies Yeah, um, so we actually have a lot of religious and cultural societies. Um, So things like the um, Afro-Caribbean societies, um, and we've also got a few um, South Asian heritage societies, and I think they're absolutely brilliant. I think it's a wonderful way to incorporate your culture particularly if you're an international student and you're missing out on um, or you're feeling that you're feeling a bit homesick I I think it's a great way Mm. that you can incorporate your culture back in and also meet other students that are going through the same things as you um for example with Ramadan um Mm. it's a great way to speak to students and talk about anything that you're struggling with um and have them understand from a religious perspective um we've also had some great academic societies for example the women in suits society and they're based in bloomsbury and i think there's over um 200 members now um all about women empowerment and making sure that women know that they um, belong in law so again Mm. a really positive society um i don't think we've had any societies that haven't done well and there's always been some sort of community created whether it's a hobby or whether it's just something that you're interested in academically um but they really are a great great way to meet other students that just want the same thing as you yeah that's brilliant it's really great to hear that you know the societies generally they they take off and they do well Mm -hmm. do you think you'd have any sort of tips or possibly anything you've seen other people do that would make a, a society successful when they're when they're getting off the ground yeah, I don't know definitely. off the top of your head yeah so um their societies are very easy to join and um, mm. you just go on the students union website pick the society and then press join this group and that's literally it um the president's email is then made known to you and you can drop them an email to say that you've joined um a great way to promote your society is to just make yourself known on campus mm. um you're able to put posters up and you could put a QR code up to any of the events that you're hoping to hold and to sort of gauge more interest but honestly just having conversations and communicating with people if you're in the library and um, you can see that people are on a break maybe say to them Mm. we have this society are are you interested in joining and the more members that I think the more you'll get out of it Mm. I think it's really important to remember that you want to expand and you want to involve as many people as possible. Um, and there's no one that wouldn't belong. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I was the um, LexisNexis rep, which is a, a legal database, which is going off on a tangent. But basically, the, the point I was going to make was one way I got engagement with that was by getting the student information team to send out emails mm-hmm. campus wide about, you know, the sessions I was advertising. And I surprisingly got so much sort of turnout from that. Yeah. Um, and I think there are so many students who actually want to engage. So I guess I, just, I never started my own society, but I think the tip I'd have if people were, were that there are actually probably more people that want to engage than you realise. Oh yeah, definitely. I think never be scared to mm. do something that you want to do. If you're passionate about it, make the society and people will come. There's always people that are looking for something else mm. to do and maybe they just haven't had the courage or um, haven't been able to set up the society, but they'd be more than willing to join. Mm. And like you're saying with the um, student information emails, they're a great way of reaching mm. students by their phone. They're going to look at the email and they'll think, oh, I'm in interested yeah. in that and something that they probably never thought could exist and um, could then create a really nice atmosphere on the campus yeah absolutely and I guess if students are they can't sort of see the the student union emails sort of around campus do you think sort of quickly popping to the student information desk and just asking them for the email is a a good way to go about it if if they're not sure how to find your email yeah, definitely. Um, the email is just studentsunion at law.ac.uk. Oh, brilliant. Nice and easy. And you can also um, check the address book on Outlook as well. That lists uh, every single course. team and um, on every single campus. So if you're ever struggling to find someone, definitely try the address book. Brilliant. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. No problem. The other thing I was going to ask, is there any way sort of the societies are, are celebrated? Because I know ULAW is nationwide so is there any way you sort of all come together at all yeah so we actually just had um our annual students union awards and mm. um, they usually take place in london um, but we do cover any travel if people are nominated making sure that they are aware that we have noticed what they're doing and they're not only mm. helping themselves but they're also um really helping the community of the university and it's really nice to be able to celebrate that in front of um the executives and the mm. um yeah just everyone that yeah wants to be involved can come and um give their congratulations yeah absolutely and how would people go about sort of i guess getting i'd say getting involved but actually sort of getting an award or being nominated the sort of the sort of process for that so anything that puts you outside of the box if you, if you're a charity society any mm. charity work that you're doing make sure that you promote it around the campus and mm. um, so all of the awards are actually nominated by staff and students ah, okay. so as long as you're put, setting a good impression or making yourselves known mm-hmm. you're more than likely get a nomination and you can nominate yourselves <laughs> if you think you've done a particularly good job yeah that's brilliant thank you so much well i think that that brings us to the end of the podcast so thank you so much for joining us and i'm sure everyone listening will find that that really helpful no problem